It's time to get the most in-depth coverage of University of Tennessee football recruiting with Football Futures. Now, here's Josh Ward. Welcome into Football Futures. My name is Josh Ward. Thank you for being here this evening as I'm with you for the next half hour. The Big Orange Hotline will take over coming up at 8 o'clock. Coming up on tonight's show, Jesse Simonton of AllQuest is going to stop by and we'll talk about Tennessee's recruiting with a player decommitting who's been committed to Arkansas, a guy that Tennessee has gone after the last few weeks, somebody to pay attention to. We'll talk about him, a Tennessee commit, maybe looking elsewhere, and an update on the class, plus the importance of this South Carolina game on Saturday. That's coming up here in just a few minutes. In the second segment of today's show, I'll have a conversation with Art Green, a cornerback who is committed to Tennessee in the 2020 class, junior college prospect who is expected to come in and help Tennessee secondary immediately next year. That's all right here on Football Futures, which is with you every Monday night from 7.30 until 8, leading into Big Orange Hotline. They'll be talking about a big game coming up on Monday, Tennessee against South Carolina. So I want to welcome to the show Jesse Simonton of VolQuest.com. He's covering Tennessee on the field and Tennessee on the recruiting trail. You can read his work, VolQuest.com, and follow him on Twitter at Jesse R.E. Simonton. Uh, Jesse, appreciate the time as always. Uh, there was uh, news that came out earlier on Monday. Linebacker Martavius French, a guy that we've talked about over the last few weeks from Whitehaven in Memphis, now announcing his decommitment from Arkansas. So uh, opening things back up a little bit more. He was already open, I guess, essentially, but it kind of makes it official. What do you think when you see that news and how it might relate to Tennessee? Uh, well, I, a couple things quickly come to mind. First, Josh, it was interesting timing on French's part because he did that literally coming off the heels uh, Sunday night of taking an official visit to Arkansas as a Razorback commit. And he was there with his two Whitehaven teammates. Bryson Eason and Tamarian McDonald. McDonald right now remains committed to Mississippi State, but in talking to folks, they don't expect that to hold either. Um, we, I've kind of outlined kind of the, the how this has all transpired for Tennessee, but they've long been interested in Bryson Eason, kind of that fall evaluation. Uh, the staff kind of changed their mind and decided, hey, we really like French and, and Tamarian McDonald as well. So they went after all three of those guys. Um, for the last, I would say, two weeks, 10 days, really ever since those three guys took an official visit here for the Georgia game, but specifically the last couple of weeks, Tennessee has felt really good about where they stand with Easton and McDonald. The question was, would French stick with Arkansas um, or would he potentially kind of trend the way to the balls as well? Tennessee clearly survived that visit, and I think they feel really good coming out of it, the fact that, again, you know, literally le- less than 12 hours after leaving Fayetteville, French got back to Memphis and sat down with uh, his, 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 the people around him, his aunt, his uncle. He's got some other family people um, that he leans on. And, and they you know, decided, hey, Arkansas and, and kind of what's going on with Chad Morris's program is not the best spot for me. So I don't think anything's necessarily imminent when those three guys are going to potentially jump in the boat. But Tennessee feels really good uh, where they stand currently. Yeah, so you're not aware of a timeline for any, anything official with those guys right now? Not yet. Now, it could be something that, that does happen, you know, in the near future. But, you know, I know previously Bryson has been kind of on record as saying, and he's told this to me personally. I know he's kind of discussed it elsewhere as well. Um, but when we, we, we went up to Whitehaven, um, Austin Price and I, my colleague of Valkwest, earlier in the spring and, and kind of hung out with all those guys and, and we're doing some features and different kind of update stuff. You know, Eason, 
said his dream would be to commit at the day of winning the, the state championship game. And Whitehaven will certainly be in position, uh, depending on how kind of the playoffs shake out, to do that. So we could be looking at a late November timeline. Now, I'm not saying that's, de- that's a definite deal, but that's something that he's at least discussed publicly be- previously. Jesse Simonton, VolQuest.com. Jesse, a, a Tennessee commit that we've talked about, Keyshawn Lawrence, one of the – Highest-rated guys in the class, one of the top players in the state of Tennessee in the defensive backfield uh, from Nashville, popping up at Oklahoma. Thoughts there as he's been connected to South Carolina as well on uh, Keyshawn Lawrence, one of Tennessee's top commits. Yeah, I would say the 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 interesting thing with Keyshawn there, the Vols, the Vols still feel like uh, they're in a pretty good spot, but it's clear that he is kind of looking around a little bit. And, and you know, he was supposed to be up at Tennessee – for the Mississippi State game, he did not end up making that trip. Then he goes and, and joins his best friend, Reggie Grimes, who Tennessee is also recruiting, but is likely leaning towards South Carolina on that official visit to Oklahoma. I, I don't see the Sooners being a real threat at all of the balls right now. The bigger question is the team that Tennessee is going to play on Saturday, and that's South Carolina. Keyshawn is likely going to take an official visit uh, to Columbia some point this fall. He's really close with T-Rob. Tavares Robinson, the defensive coordinator, secondary uh, coach for the Gamecocks, and he likes Will Muschamp a lot too. And so that that's kind of the team that I think Tennessee's going to have to fend off there towards the end. So it will be interest, interesting if, you know, and, and kind of what are the dynamics shake out if Keyshawn does come to campus this weekend and see potentially his two finalists face off on the field. Yeah, what do you think about this game, Jesse, as it relates to recruiting with Tennessee and South Carolina, who go up against each other for several prospects each year uh and and it's an important game for tennessee you're trying to get to a bowl game you need this game probably if you're going to get there so the kind of big picture look with tennessee versus south carolina this week well you know this this is these two schools have gone kind of head to head for a number of guys in the last couple years jc horn uh was one that you know tennessee had committed then when butch jones got fired he backed off Jeremy tried there, but that didn't really work out. James Robinson's another kid that Tennessee, um, you know, did not end up, uh, you know, winning out for. And and yet then you have guys like Jalen Hyatt in this class and some other guys, Bryce Thompson, obviously. Um, And then, you know, uh, the the kid from, uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, the defensive lineman a, a year ago that Tennessee ended up, Anderson, Joseph Anderson, excuse me, Joseph Anderson. You know, that was kind of one that Tennessee looks back. I think there's a little bit of regret there that they, they could have had Joseph Anderson in this class many months before signing day. Then they really put on kind of the 11th hour press, gave Anderson a lot to think about in the end. He stuck with South Carolina. So in the last couple of years, both towards the end of Butch Jones' tenure here in Tennessee and definitely uh, the first two you know, recruiting cycles, three-plus now, uh, as we head into the 2020 class with Jeremy Pruitt, he's gone up against Will Muschamp a bunch of times, and I expect that to continue moving forward. Jesse, getting back to Tennessee's list of commitments that they have right now, we talked about Keyshawn. What about other guys uh, that Tennessee fans might want to pay attention to at least to see do they pop up on other campuses taking visits that might look around? What what do you think about where that might stand here in the middle of October? Uh, Right now I think Tennessee actually feels pretty good about the rest of those guys. I mean, guys like even Spragans, uh, who there was some questions about when, when he initially committed. They want to get him back on campus, so they feel good about him. James Robinson, kind of same way after they beat out Auburn for him. I think probably the two that I would keep the biggest eye on is maybe B.J. O'Delory with Auburn still pushing there. I think he maybe does still have a slight interest in Georgia, but I'm not sure that there's a spot there. I know his brother would like him to take a visit, Aziz, who's kind of one of Georgia's starring 
uh, outside linebackers as a redshirt freshman. And then the other one's going to be Darren Williamson. You know, Darren tore his ACL earlier this month. Um, you know, the, he, he's he's a guy that Memphis has been really hot on him. They, you know, they flew the helicopter out there for one of his games earlier this season. I just kind of wonder how that situation is going to play out with the injury. You know, he was a guy that didn't have a lot of other Power 5 offers as well to begin with. Tennessee still likes Darren, but I just wonder if there's maybe a better fit elsewhere. Not saying something's imminent or going to happen there, but it's just something that maybe maybe to keep an eye on. And then uh, this weekend, uh, what are we keeping an eye on with uh, guys who could be on campus uh, with Tennessee back at Neyland Stadium for the South Carolina game in the middle of the afternoon, 4 o'clock kickoff on Saturday? Yeah, well, I mentioned they, they, they would really like to get Keyshawn Lawrence back to town after not making it from the Mississippi State game. Same, you know, Harrison Bailey was back uh, here two weeks ago, and they, they continue to like where they stand with him. Uh, but, but in terms of unofficial visitors, or guys uncommitted, um, yeah, I should say uncommitted prospects because these guys will be on official visits. Kyrie Miller, you know, Tennessee lost out on the Chris Moore sweepstakes, although I do not think that one's over by any stretch. The Vols continue to swing there, even though Moore is committed to Texas A&M coming off that official visit. But Kyrie Miller is a guard tackle, very similar build to Chris Morris out of Texas. Uh, he will be in town for an official visit this weekend. They're trying to get Joel Williams, who's a guy that Tennessee was really interested in in the spring, four-star corner out of Louisiana, kind of backed off a little bit. Williams ended up committing to Florida, decommitted. Now, you know, it looked like he had some interest from Alabama, but that's kind of backed off. Kentucky is the hot team for him right now, but Tennessee's working to get Williams on campus potentially as soon as this weekend. And then the headliner is going to be Amari Thomas. And, you know, we spent some time earlier uh, on the Whitehaven trio. Thomas is connected to those guys. He's very close to Bryson Eason, but, you know, Tennessee just they, Tennessee has gone hard after after Amari Thomas and Jeremy Pruitt has kind of taken that that recruiting personally. He knows Thomas's family really well. Uh, you know, he's the four-star offensive defensive lineman out of Briarcrest in Memphis. I, he projects as a defensive lineman in college. I think Ole Miss, while there's some you know buzz around A&M and Arkansas from our intel, it, that just doesn't jive. I think Ole Miss is probably Tennessee's biggest threat there. So getting him back on campus three weeks after he was here for the Georgia game, you know, they'll be looking to try to nail that one down uh, with a decision not set to come out publicly until the All-American game in January. Hey, uh, before you go, Jesse, you mentioned Chris Morris. Any ideas, is the presence of Darnell Wright and, and Wanya Morris, they're two freshmen starting at the two tackle positions. Does that affect Tennessee on the recruiting trail trying to go after other guys that could play tackle in college? Uh, it was not a factor with a guy like Tate Ratledge, or, and I don't really think it was a factor even for Chris Morris and, and had, having spent several times around Chris. Chris actually understands that his probably best path and best career, career trajectory is to probably start inside anyways. I see Morris as a guy who played guard early in his career and then maybe flexed out to right tackle um, as he kind of matures physically. Uh, so it has not been, this is not a grabbing, just one of the, the, just kind of across the board. This is not, um, uh, a ballyhooed year for, for offensive tackles. And I think that's just kind of, you know, it, ha it, it the last couple of years has been, and this is kind of a, a down year in that curve. So it, it, it hasn't been a, a negative, but Tennessee just doesn't have their nails or, you know, fingernails in, in a bunch of really top guys at that position anyways. Gotcha. Good information. That's why I uh, bring him on the show each week. Jesse Simonton, VolQuest.com. You can read his work there both on coverage with the football team and the recruiting trail. Follow him on Twitter as well, at Jesse R.E. Simonton. Jesse, uh, thanks for the time as always. Appreciate it, and I'll talk to you again here soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Josh.
Jesse Simonton of VolQuest.com. I continue to think this is a very important week for Tennessee for a number of reasons. One, it's the next game. Two, Tennessee just needs wins. Tennessee is 2-5 and five on the season. It becomes a pretty obvious statement to say Tennessee needs to win some football games here. And then also, if Tennessee loses on Saturday, you really put yourself in a difficult position. Tennessee's backs would be against the wall the rest of the way in the final four games in trying to get to the postseason. South Carolina is the school you recruit against. There's just a lot of reasons Tennessee needs to win and several reasons that Tennessee needs to avoid a loss coming up this weekend. Coming up next on Football Futures, a conversation with Tennessee cornerback commit Art Green on committing to Tennessee and the reason for wanting to play for Jeremy Pruitt and what the decision would mean to somebody who's been very important to him. That's Art Green, Tennessee cornerback commit, coming up next on Football Futures. I'm Josh Ward. You're listening to FM 99.1, the sports animal. Not so much our job as it is our obsession. 99.1, the sports animal. Checking in with Tennessee football commitments and prospects. It's Football Futures with Josh Ward. Welcome back into Football Futures. My name's Josh Ward. I appreciate you hanging out tonight. If you ever missed the show, if you want to go back and listen, Sam Foreman producing the show gets it up on the website and in the podcast section of the WNML app. So you can podcast it anytime. Football Futures, find it at sportsradiownml.com and on the WNML app. I want to bring to you a conversation I had during the offseason with Art Green, a cornerback who is committed to Tennessee from Hutchinson Community College. He is expected to come in and help immediately. Tennessee's looking for more depth and more players who can help in the secondary. Art is planning to do that for Tennessee next year. So the conversation I had with him back in the offseason when he committed to Tennessee, talking about a, a number of different things, including why he decided he wants to play for Tennessee. It's a couple things. Um, one thing, I'm a big family type of guy. Um, I want to make sure my family's comfortable wherever they're at and wherever I'm at. And um, that was one thing that happened while we were down there on the visit. And um, cause it's, I kind of and another reason was the coaching staff. I mean, Pruitt and Avery were the ones I talked to really, and Coach Eyes. And um, they kind of took my family in with open hands, and um, I like that too. Uh, just how they treat you, and then uh, with their resume of the schools they've been at and all the accolades that they have and what they've won, and I feel like it's a great opportunity to be coached by them, and especially when they're rebuilding, basically. And I feel like Tennessee in a couple of years will be a great place to play football at. Yeah, the idea of playing for Jeremy Pruitt, who has had a lot of success coaching defensive backs and coaching defense overall, how much was that a factor in your decision to choose Tennessee? Um, it was a huge one. I mean, as a defensive back, uh, to have a coach specialize in that, I feel like that's very important. And um, even to make sure that you know that we can relate on some type of level, and um, I feel like that uh, it helps me with more opportunities to get out there on the field because he kind of runs a defense where he has multiple. He has more than four DBs out there, and um, it gives me more opportunities to get on the field and play. Yeah, how much did they talk to you about the opportunity to help immediately? I- I'm sure that's a goal of yours and a goal of theirs to get you on the field immediately. W- what was that conversation like and in- the uh, opportunity you'll have at Tennessee? Oh, the opportunity. Um, he said it'll be it- – I have opportunity. I mean, I come in and compete, um, you know, as usual, and then 
just start learning the system. Because um, he wants me to learn outside. Once I'm on corner first, and then he wants me to learn corner first, and then we can start exploring the other defensive positions out there. Talking to Art Green, Tennessee commitment. Yet, uh, tell me about your game. What, what do you think uh, would allow you to maybe be able to play different positions? And what are some of your strengths? Do you think playing at corner? I feel like my strength come from playing receivers. Throughout high school, I was recruited as a receiver, and um, I kind of my ball skills. That's like my number one thing I have, and um, also the knowledge of when I'm guarding a receiver. Uh, I can. It's kind of like. The ball's in there. I just turn into a receiver. Um, I I can figure out hints of how a wide receiver lined up. I know what's going on if he lines up wide or if he scoots in more. Hey Art, how would you say your time at Hutchison has helped you develop uh, both on the field and off the field? Good, because I mean we 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 the way we play defense, we play physical, fast, and we do a lot of man. That's my favorite type of coverage is man and. We do that a lot, and I feel like it helps me. Helps me a lot of my athletic ability too. I get to showcase that. What do you think about the fact that Cordell Patterson, Alvin Kamara, T- Tennessee's gone to Hutchison and and got or the junior college ranks period and gotten some players to come to Knoxville and have success? Has that been brought up? How much has that been something you thought about? Uh, it was brought up. I wasn't focused on it until somebody said something during the visit, and I was like, oh yeah, they actually they did come in and. I I really like Eric too, and I feel like it was just a coincidence that I like Tennessee. What is life like at junior college? How much does it um, maybe cause you or or force you to focus on everything you're trying to get done? Um, junior college, I mean, it's a grind, uh, daily grind. Everything's a grind. I mean, you might not necessarily like everything that goes on there or the certain situations you're in sometimes, but I mean, you kind of have to just toughen up and get through it. Um, it taught me a lot. Um, it most definitely, I, it has affected me um, in a positive way. I know what to do, and I know right from wrong, and a lot of things. Juco, Juco is a Juco is an experience that I never forget. Yeah, talking to Tennessee commit Art Green and Art. When you announced your commitment to Tennessee on social media, uh, posting it on Twitter, you mentioned there that before you lost your mother Loretta, she told you that in God's timing, your dreams would come true. And now it's here. How much have you thought about her the last few days? Um, I thought about her a lot, even on my visit. Um, she she played basketball growing up, and she really wanted to come play for for Pat. Like she really liked Tennessee, and I was like, I had took a moment and just was looking, and I was like, my mom like like this place too, and it just it was coincidence that I like it, and she liked it too. What do you think she would? think or say to you knowing that you're now committed to the University of Tennessee? She she would talk about school a lot and just education. Um she said I mean she knows football doesn't last forever and she would she would want my education to be more important than is more important than anything. Tennessee cornerback commit right here on Football Futures. I, I think that's a great story. So uh, appreciate the time that he gave me back in the off season. Wanted to bring that to you here tonight on Football Futures as Tennessee gets ready for a big game against South Carolina. It's an important one. This is not a game either way that makes or breaks Tennessee's season or where the program is, but similar to the Mississippi State game, it's one that Tennessee really could use. And if Tennessee wants to go to the postseason, if Tennessee wants to get to six wins, it almost seems like Tennessee has to win this week. If Tennessee's sitting at 2-6 and six with four games to go, Tennessee could win out. All of those games are winnable. 
with the UAB, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt games in the Final Four. But would Tennessee win out? I don't think Tennessee wants to be in that position to find out. So uh, big game coming up on Saturday. Before I go here on Football Futures, I wanted to get some basketball recruiting notes for you as Jaden Springer watch is on. Springer is a top 15 prospect in the country in the 2020 class, and he is expected to have his announcement sometime very soon, maybe in the next couple of days. And Springer, a guard out of IMG Academy, originally from North Carolina, he has a final three of Tennessee, Michigan, and Memphis, and the Vols are in very good standing. I think Tennessee is the favorite to land Springer. So pay attention to his announcement coming up here in the next couple of days as Tennessee already has Corey Walker and Keon Johnson committed. Adding Springer would really be a big boost to the 2020 class, and it would put Tennessee in a position to have one of the best classes in the country. The Vols continue to go after a big man as well. So Tennessee basketball in very good shape. The focus here each week is on Tennessee football recruiting, but wanted to give you a heads up on that as well. That is going to do it for Football Futures tonight. The Big Orange Hotline is coming up next. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you next Monday at 730 right here on FM 99.1, the Sports